Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? We are live here with another episode of The Dropkicks, twitch.tv slash LGR Network, right here on the Let's Get Ready Network channel. We're talking today with Charlie Widman from the TV Lovers Unite, Movie Lovers Unite show, and uh, me and this guy were on a show recently, and... We didn't realize that we are we're both into wrestling and both into AW until after we went off the air, and then we stayed and chatted for probably a good hour or so after about AW and wrestling and everything that's going on. So definitely thought of him as one of the first guests here as we kick off this this new show, the Drop Kicks. And Charlie's actually in attendance for All Out as well as uh, Rampage when they're in Chicago recently. So definitely want to get his thoughts on that. But welcome to the show, Charlie. How you doing today, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Like, yeah, like you mentioned, it was like it was at the end of the show. I mentioned I saw an a, I saw the a, a, AEW logo, and I was like the bow, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I I've been watching AEW. Um, not when I first started. I think my first exposure to AEW was when they did the first ever live showing, like the live episode of Dynamite, the first ever episode of Dynamite when it was in DC. Nice. I I, I was like, I told my brother, since he knew more about AEW, like, he, he was following, he, like, he, my brother's knowledge on AEW is just, like, we're wrestling in general, is like, through the roof, like, he knows so much stuff, and he was telling me about AEW, and I was like, I brought it to his attention, like, hey, they're coming, they're doing on DC, we should go this, and that was my first ever exposure to AEW, like, I knew Jericho was, like, Chris Jericho was in this, like, I had some idea about Cody Rhodes, but I didn't know who the Young Bucks were, I didn't know who Kenny Omega was, and, like, that was my first ever exposure to it, and I've been a fan ever since, I haven't missed a single episode, like, and and it's, AEW is new, it's fresh, and I just like it so much better than WWE, because I used to be a WWE fan, like, I even watched some WCW stuff when I was a kid, I had action figures, all that stuff, and then I was in the WWE, went to a lot of WWE shows, but I don't know, the show just, it just got stale, and I just stopped watching wrestling, and then once I heard about AEW, and I was like, oh yeah, absolutely, I was like, I was like, I, I loved it, and then this, this how, like, they don't do the conventional, oh, we need to end a, a championship match in a no contest, or a controversial Sure, there's some controversy, of course, in AEW. I mean, what, that, but Tony Khan knows what he's doing, and I'm like, I'm in, and it's just for a company two years. And what one of the uh, when I was at one of the fan fests, and I'll go more in detail later. But what Mark Henry said as part of the broken um, his uh, his podcast, no sports thing in general, NFL, NHL, WWE had a resale ticket 
on the market for two thousand dollars. Whoa! At AEW, AEW was the, is like, and that was for all out. To a two thousand dollar resale ticket. NFL couldn't, doesn't do it. WWE doesn't do it. NHL doesn't do it. MLB doesn't do it. AEW was the first one that had only a two a two thousand dollar resale ticket. No one's that's done. like the Super Bowl kind of prices, World Series kind of level right there. That's this, insane, man. Yeah, this shows you a company that's only two years old is is selling out. I mean, even like when like I just saw something comparing WWE, who's who's kind of like going in the, the hub in New York. AEW had 18k tick, like, tickets sold for the that the uh the Arthur Ashe area. WWE maybe it was like 12k, 15k. Yeah, and that's AEW Madison was, Square Garden. Yeah, and that's at Madison and, Square Garden. Yeah, and AEW's AEW over here sport. selling out a 19,000 seat stadium. It's crazy. Yeah, and, I mean, and then for that rampage when the first CM Punk appearance in seven years that at the last dance, the second rampage episode. That yeah. sold out before even matches were announced. <laughs> That's nuts. Just with the idea that CM Punk might be there, might be debuting. I don't even think anybody was thinking of that at the time. They were selling this thing's just selling out like crazy, and I'm in on it. I mean, I think this is it's it's cool that a company that's only two years old and it's it's gotten people back into wrestling, and I think yeah. that's really cool. It is really awesome. Yeah, I talked with Soda a little bit last week about it, just how this, you know, CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole and all these guys coming in, Ruby Soho, you know, they've really gotten, I think, a lot more eyes on AEW than, than even than they had pre-pandemic. You know, pre, pre-pandemic, they were on a pretty big high and, and on, they had that momentum and then pandemic, you know, sort of brought that down a little bit. But mm-hmm. now with bringing all these guys in and everything, you got, I think, a lot more casual viewers watching the show. And it shows in the ratings. I mean, they, they've been crushing it. And I feel like next week with Arthur Ashe, uh, you know, as Ryan is pointing out here, the lineup for that Arthur Ashe for both Dynamite and Rampage is pay-per-view quality next week. Absolutely. We're basically getting a pay-per-view quality show for free. Or if you're like me, I'm going to be in attendance, paid 100 bucks for a really good seat, you know. But yeah. totally worth it because it's going to be nearly four hours of wrestling next week. And I wouldn't be surprised if that Dynamite show – headlined by that match that everybody's been wanting to see for ages for a dream match between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. You know, th- this show could do like the, maybe their best number so far, even like overall, I could see it doing like a 1.35 or 1.4 even like how insane would that be? Absolutely. And the fact that, that we've already been like two, and then because I know as Chris Jericho said, I think it was after before all out or after all, out, he says within t- between two to six months, AEW is going to start being raw in the ratings. It didn't take that long. It took a week, and it beat yeah. raw in the ratings, and it beat raw in the ratings in the again demo. this week. Yeah, next week's going to easily do it. Like, and then and then it's like when they to counteract the CM Paul, like CM Punk thing. Oh, WWE Raw, we're bringing in Logan Paul, and, yeah. and it's just like I don't know. I mean, they're and then they're they're in some trouble right now, and like. Am I saying Trello hasn't that he's going away, going away anytime soon? No, unfortunately not, because it's 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 a well known thing. But and everybody's going to EW is going to be the next WCW. I don't think so because WCW got all the vets, but they didn't care for the young people. And there's a lot of young talent with AEW, which is why CM Punk came to AEW because he wants to work with that young talent. And yeah. 
and there then there's so many good young talent so much young talent and they're not over they're not under utilizing them and that's what i really appreciate aew I, for yeah i think tony khan knows what he's doing when it comes to building the next sort of generation of, of pro wrestlers like the next big superstars mm-hmm. and i i think that they're they're really building these guys up, you know, as, as the company progresses here and you get, you're going to see guys like jungle boy and, you know, already with like MJF and some of these big shows, big, big matches, um, but like, uh, <laughs> Hey, all right. Who doesn't, uh, or someone like a Brian Pillman jr. Who's a little green right now, but like could, could very well be a big star in the, over the next few years. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm really, really liking what they've done so far over the last, you know, two and a half, three years that they've been around as a company. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm just, it's just such an awesome time to be a wrestling fan. I think AEW is like, it, at least for me is the show that I've been wanting for a while. I think for wrestling fans with WWE, it was getting a little stale there for, for quite some years. And I think this is the show that's really sort of rejuvenated that, that hardcore sort of wrestling fan base. Yeah, absolutely. And to answer Ryan's question, yeah, that was the plan was to get Brian, Brian Danielson in uh, to debut at New York. But I think with the COVID, COVID situation, I mean, the Delta variant running, doing what it's doing in New York and all that kind of stuff, I think they wanted to push it up. And that's yeah. why they pushed in the all out. They try to get try to get ahead of that of that because I know because like they wanted like a sellout crowd. And I think it, him at Perrier in New York would have been awesome. But I like what they did so you can still get that Brian versus Kenny match. Yeah, and, you get his pro wrestling team. debut in AEW. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I have a theory of how I think I think I I think I know who's going to show up in New York. That's going to show up after that match. But I'll okay, what? Sure, yeah, yeah well, we, we can kind of talk about it. I definitely wanted to talk about uh, Rampage from last mm-hmm. night, uh, real quick, and sort of yeah. uh, some of the stuff that happened on that show, and then we'll definitely preview the uh, the Arthur Ashe show as well, sort of as we get into the show here. But. Um, yeah, talking about that sort of experience, like, I mean, I, I'm ridiculously hyped for this show next week and to be there and, and with all those screaming fans and everything. So sort of would love to, to get some of your stories recently. I mean, you, you attended All Out, and, you know, what was that experience like being there for that crowd? Because, man, like, just that, like the cage match alone was worth the price of admission because like, that was maybe the greatest cage match ever in pro wrestling history. So... What was that kind of kind of like be there for not just that match, but for that whole sort of experience? I thought it was cool. I mean, like I said, I mean, to be like, um, like we got there on Thursday and that we stayed at the hotel was like, we wanted to be walking distance across from the now arena. And it was, and I walk in, I see, okay, I see an AEW thing. And then I see when, I, and then when we're walking, I see. So anyway, if anybody, the hotel I stayed at, I'm not mentioning it, but that's where apparently that was the hub where all the wrestlers were. So all the AEW wrestlers were staying at the hotel, and then my brother and I were staying at, which I thought was like, what? Um, which we couldn't do much because we didn't want to interfere with what they're doing. So we were trying to do our own thing, and it's not. This was in like not even in in the depths of Chicago. This is like the outskirts, and no, there was nothing going on. Um, so that was really cool. I saw so many wrestlers. It was hard. I saw so many. It was hard to keep track. <laughs> Um, and then, so I, I went to the fan fests, which I thought were cool. And, um, so we went, my brother and I went both Friday and Saturday, Friday, we just, as the general mission and then Saturday is the, uh, the VIP package. 
and we I got to get an autograph from so many wrestlers, and then I got photos with them. So I have nice. some of them here. Well, I have all of them here. Um, so I got uh, photos with Men of the Year, Ethan Page, okay. Scorpio. Fuck those guys, but okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're, they're cool, though, because that's funny, because the first time I saw Scorpio wasn't AEW. He was on Tosh.0. He was, oh, uh, he wow. Was, he was in one of the Web Redemptions, I think the Backyard Wrestler, and he showed up, and then he was the guy that was showing up with Tosh. This was early Tosh. And, no shit. And then, and then Tosh was like, and then they all do the Ravishing Rick Rude or whatever, like his his iconic, like, like whatever move he does. Um, so there was that. I got Fuegos. Nice. Um, Poor guy doesn't have a car anymore after last night. No, no, he got to shove that. He got to shove down his that and <laughs> choked out. Oof. Um, Jurassic Express, I got their autograph and photo. Their photos are awesome. on my phone, so I'll have to that. Um, Statlander. Um, awesome. Darby's. So um, cool. I got Kingston, so it was funny because my brother and I were football fans. He's a Washington football team fan. I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan. So as soon Wait, as I go- h- hang on, hang on, pause for a second. Eddie Kingston is not a Giants fan. Uh, he, no, he looked at my hat. I'm an Eagle fan. He looked at my hat and he goes, "Eagles." He, he was well, yeah, yeah. He was scoffing me off. My brother's a football team fan. He's the uh, oh, your brother's the, the Washington brother, fan. Yeah. Gotcha. No, 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 okay, yeah. I was like, so I was like, to- wait a minute. No, no, no. Eddie Kingston is not a Washington football team fan. That guy is a fucking Giants fan. Let me tell you. Just go off his social media alone. But yeah. No, yeah. that makes that checks out there. Yeah. So was, and then somebody yelled Cowboys, <laughs> and then um, and Eddie is like. Who said that? And then they think another guy yelled Patriots. And then the staff attendee there person said, get out. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. That was funny. So Kingston was, that was a funny one. Um, I got a uh, Christian cages one. Cause I thought that oh, was cool. cool. Um, and then for Saturday's VIP, I think there's like, they had a, like a, a specific, a, a specialized like photo you can get an autograph from somebody. I think Friday's, I think it was Cassidy's. We didn't get that because we weren't the VIPs. Um, Saturdays was Mox. Nice. <laughs> so I got that one. I also got Archers. Um, I've met him before. He's a very tall man. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> Dark Orders, Cabana, and Silver. They were the only two. Okay. okay they were the, the only two K members. With what's going on with them right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I got Butcher Blade and Bunny. Um, and that I've was met them my, before too. They're yeah, that, super that, nice people. Those were super nice. Uh. Sammy's cool, um, and and it's funny because I think we were my brother and I were standing in line for the Lucha Bros, which was right there. Um, and then I think the camera was pointed for Sammy's vlog, so you see us incoherently a part of Sammy's vlog, just standing in line because <laughs> the way <laughs> nice. the camera was. So I mean, I was so going to ask that if you if you ended up on BTE or Sammy's vlog. So there you we go. We did, yeah. So definitely, we, we definitely went on with Sammy's vlog. But yeah, Fan Fest was cool. I mean, getting those autographs. I mean, there's a ton of other people there. I just these are the ones I just chose to um, get slash pay for. So um, and that was fun getting to see all them. Um, just the lines were huge for these, and they they were cool. Um, um, kind of hoping the Unbucks would have been there, but I know them. <laughs> They're a bunch of fucking no good heels right now. So they're great at it though. I mean, what I was... I've, yeah, what I've seen, they're not even really doing that many meet and greets these days, which makes no. sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, 
I'll get in like so the last question by Ryan. Um, yeah, this I'll is an interesting. In, I'll one. get into that in a minute. What for my okay? Prediction. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that, Ryan. Um, but that's a great question. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. And then, but yeah, that was the fan fest, and then we went to Rampage. Um. So we were we got like for the super VIP experience for Rampage. Um. We got in. We got like early access to um the the uh the merchandise shop, which is I think when you buy your stuff on like AEW like shop. All that's based in Chicago, and I think that was the nice, area yeah. where most of the merchandise comes from. So I think so. I got a Rampage shirt that says I was there because I need to make sure no one nice. me if I wasn't there. And then so we got that, and we got a lunch a, a metal tin lunchbox, and inside it was a thermos. We got their posters, but it was, it was one of those like we had these. We had just too many of these, so. Let's just give them old dynamite posters, which like, <laughs> you know, none of them are meant, not many of those wrestlers are on the front and center of it anymore, but right. whatever. So then we went down and it was appetizer. So anyway, that was, that was okay. I mean, it was appetizer. So, I mean, it's good. As, I mean, I think the coolest part was for that first one, since we were super rapey, we got to take photos with the belt, the actual, nice. and then you had a, a professional photographer take your photo with it. So was it like uh, the replica, or was it like Kenny's actual belt that he has? I right now? think it's the actual belt. Wow, that thing was heavy. Yeah. Um, so I, I so and you couldn't like you couldn't hold it like that. So you have to like yeah. I think I had the belt on my shoulder and stuff, but I thought that that was really cool. And then the two guys we were talking at, we were just chatting, wrestling and stuff. And then so got a lot of people started getting up and leaving to go to their seats. So we stayed in there, we we're chatting, and then the the one the, the staff attendee came in. It was like, "All right, guys, we're shooting a press conference in here," and it were and then we're like, and then we kept asking, and somebody in our group, "Who is it? You're supposed to know." It's like, "I don't know anything. You just got to keep your cameras turned off. Nothing, like everything's silent." I told you guys these guys were cool. So they shot a press conference in the area we were at. So in the press conference for was for Moxley and his opponent. At all out, um, Satoshi Kojima. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was, and then so Tony Schiavone was in there, and they had a lot of cameras. And then like um, these two other brothers, they were they were with us. They kept like joking with the security, the uh, eight, the official AEW security officers there. And the guy was really nice and everything, and he knew our, who we are. And he was just because this hanging out, and he's like keeps trying to first throw his brother under the brush, try to get him kicked out. <laughs> hey, he got his phone out, he needs to get him kicked out. So it was just a, that. So, and then we saw the press conference. So when they showed it, and this is the one they had for Rampage, they said, and like, so everybody's cheering. That's us cheering in the background. So we watched it, and then we didn't, and then we're like, okay, there's security here. Okay, it's probably the, the, that. Um, did we, we didn't, like, but so what we saw was when Moxley flipped the table after. The guy he says kick ass. <laughs> he flipped yeah. the table and the two of them start the brawl. Right. And it's so funny that they cut it right when Moxley yelled mother effer. And he, we hear him yell mother effer. And then they cut at that point. And then everybody's like, oh, like everybody got like, it was like, damn, we're about to see this. And it was, that, that was really, that was, that was a fun part. And then we got to our seats. Um, Sorry, if you want to like, ask me any questions, I'll go on afterwards. Back, it's, it's it's a lot to digest. <laughs> yeah, well, Ryan has a the most important one here. Did you get an ice cream bar? I didn't. Ah, oh, damn! I heard those were really good. I mean, you, you'd be surprised. People are selling those, like selling the wrappers for like a ton of money on eBay. 
Wow, that's just I mean, nuts. Yeah, somebody was trying to sell the box, like the box that the freaking bars came in, and they they somehow got it. just a fucking cardboard box. <laughs> you crazy yep. people. Um, but yeah, so so talk about like the actual show itself. We had some yeah. massive things that happened. I mean, some really really great pro wrestling matches, including that cage match and everything. Yeah, and then the massive debuts of both Adam Cole or Ruby Soho actually in that yeah. women's um, battle royal. Uh, and then we also had, of course, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debut on yeah. that show. So, what was that like crowd energy like, sort of in that building? Like, it just oh, seems yeah. on, it was, on it TV, was... it came off just super electric. So, oh, it was electric. Like, it was yeah. even electric for Rampage. Like, Rampage itself was electric. I mean, the dark ones. Like, I mean, once you see dark, dark happens like, like Thanos is snap fast. Like, stuff's <laughs> happening so fast, and it was, and it was cool because I think one of the uh, one of the matches it was Red Velvet versus um, Sky Blue. Sky Blue's from right. Chicago, so she, everybody was going wild for her because and Velvet was getting Chicago. the heat. She yeah. was getting the heat, yeah. Um, so we were and like on the floor of, by the rain. We were in the back towards the rain. I think we were in section C. Um, so we weren't up close. We were like maybe like, like row three or something. Um, my brother got a good view because he's tall. I'm short, so I had, like, so dark, I was able to see just fine, so there's plenty of op- chances to see my brother and I on TV. I'm wearing an eagle hat, and I had the uh, um, the Brody Lee shirt on, so if you see nice. us in dark, I think you definitely get a good view of us in dark during the uh, uh, the Hikaru Hikaru match. You easily can see my brother and I standing up with our mask on, like, easily nice. get a great view of that. So that one happened fast, and then when, when when Rampage happens, there wasn't much chances. And my brother was easily on Rampage when uh when it was Eddie had that little brawl with uh the god the god's perfect like god's favorite champion Miro. Um, yeah. Once Miro threw like that, you get a glimpse of my brother. And you see this guy in a Hawaiian shirt, and he was in, he was sitting in front of me, and he he's taller than I am, and all you see is his eagle hat. And that's me. So ran- I have to watch Rampage again just to get to see if I'm fully on there. So, but seeing uh, it's just hearing the kick by Malachi Black, like ki- like we knew it was gonna be like a- he was gonna murder Ooh. Lee Johnson. Like I knew that was happening. Yeah. Was just- him kicking Lee Johnson is here, and the seeing it up close is like that. I mean, the one thing I do don't like about seeing live events is not hearing the announcers because the announcers, if they're into yeah. it. That, I mean, it adds to that experience. Got, yeah, especially when you got Chris Jericho as one of the announcers. I mean, not right. airing the whole crowd singing Judas. Like, I mean, the whole crowd is like they're in. They're so in on Jericho, and um, and and that that that, that was great doing that. Not just before Rampage, but doing it all out like multiple times. Um, but I'll get into that in a bit, and then seeing um. Um, and then the the other two matches, seen dark, uh, seen Sting kick at, like t- beat, uh, beat up the younglings, telling him like teaching him how to like, like it's like showing him showing him who's boss. That Sting still got it. That was pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, and then uh, and then then Darby doing that suicide dive through the through the rain right in front of Punk. Like I mean, it's just like yeah, like I mean, I, I yeah, that 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 was cool. But uh, and then I'll get into all on a sec. Um, any other, any, does anybody have any other questions of, um, or anything, comments or anything about, yeah, guys, definitely, if you got anything for Charlie, throw them in, in the chat, but, um, 
Yeah, I definitely, I, I was really a fan of that Rampage show sort of building towards that pay-per-view. And it seemed like the crowd, do you feel like the crowd for Rampage was like hot, but then like just kept getting more and more hot as the, as then once we got to the pay-per-view as well? Absolutely. Like, I think the paper, like the pay-per-view, like I didn't, I, I we were all wondering like, how are they going to pace this? And that was the thing. We're thinking, all right, are they going to have the steel cage match towards the end in the beginning? Like that was the big question of how they're right. Some people were saying like, maybe punk's going to be in the main event. Like, why are they going to do this? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I knew punk wasn't going to be the main event because I think when they announced Christian cage is fighting Kenny, um, that was the main event. They already announced that was the main event. Um, Okay. I, I think that was fitting. That was the main event. Um, yeah, with all the debuts and everything, it makes yeah, perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, I was shocked at how well they paced it. I was like, once I saw the steel cage match, I was like, wait, they're doing this now? My brother had an idea. I think he mentioned it during one of the pressers. It might have been either beat the, being the leader when he was like, when the Lucha Bros were there or whatever. My brother has said, oh, the Lucha Bros are going to win the title. And, and then Cutler was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's what Cutler that's said. Funny. And I, I personally did not see that happening. I figured they, they, they would keep the young bucks would keep the belts and keep them a little bit longer, and then lose to maybe Pride and Powerful, um, Santana and Ortiz, or lose to that. I didn't see them losing. The, so I was shocked again. I'll have to watch that match again because we, for our seats at All Out, we were on the the very like we were on the very edge of the entrance ramp. On the on the left side, so the, the nice. side punk usually likes to jump into the crowd. With we were on yeah. that side, so we were on the edge, um, and so we got to see the 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 uh, the uh, wrestlers go down the ring, uh, go down the entrance. That's so we cool. were there, so I have to see if there there might be some chances where we're on TV there because the, if the camera's panning out, absolutely we're that. But um, yeah, that crowd was like. The, the crowd was like electric for that. Um, yeah. And then they seemed to even more so. I mean, those pops when both, well, actually, I, I was curious about Ruby Soho because I feel like she got one of the biggest pops of the entire night. And she talked about it afterwards where she felt like she never got cheered at all throughout her entire career, at yeah. least in WWE. And this was the first like big recognition that, you know, for her and everything. And that meant a lot. And, yeah. So uh, what was that kind of like, that reaction to Ruby there? Because like, she got super over right away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that was the one where my brother, because I think it was right after the steel cage match, my brother needed to get something to drink because he practically yeah. was screaming so hard for it. I think he <laughs> that. Um, so that was kind of like we were trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, when will be a good time for us to go to the bathroom or go get something to eat and stuff because um, before the rest of the match happened. Um a lot of, I think uh, there's a good portion of people that did that. And then, I don't know, they answered the question, how many people got up to use the bat? I think there is quite a few. I don't know. For the um, Paul White QT match. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely the yeah, bat. I was hoping that was going to be earlier on. <laughs> and to be honest, so that. I know. Was, it's the ultimate yeah, buffer but, match right before the main event. Like, I mean, yeah. I was shocked that one went <laughs> second to last, to be honest. Yeah. And then I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't like that, but I thought the pacing was absolutely phenomenal for this i think this is the that one of their best pay-per-views they've ever done because compared to last oh, year's yeah. all out last year's all out was decent well, it, was a, it was rough but there were well, some rough moments it, it, there was there was rough moments 
But yeah. I think it all went downhill once uh, Matt Hardy had that concussion. Yeah. That's what's kind of ruined it. Um, it killed the I, show. I knew Kenny and Heyman were going to drop the belt to FTR. I knew that was happening. And we're going to get Kenny the cleaner back. Um, and because and and um, I knew that was happening. And then, but they always seem to rebound after a bad pay-per-view. They rebound, like full gear. Awesome pay-per-view. I mean, I was yeah. so happy when the Bucks won the belts against FTR. I thought that was, and, that was livid. And even this year, it was like Revolution. I remember not being that much noteworthy, but then like Double or Nothing right after that was phenomenal. Yeah, and I mean, then, like, just... Yeah. Um, I thought Revolution had some good matches. I thought the, the cinematic match, because the first match we got Sting back wrestling. Most of yeah, that, that was cool. was great. Um, part, like, most of that, uh... Yeah, most of that bar, uh, bar like, exploding barbed wire death match I thought was cool. Um, the ending... It was just the ending with, that sucked, yeah. It wasn't the rest of the show was good, but, the, like, that was the only thing everyone was talking about after that. Yeah, show, so but I really- knew... Yeah, I knew Tony was going to find a way to that because apparently it was people that was like third party people that they paid money yeah. towards and they screwed it up. Tony had right. nothing to do with this. Tony's like, all right, right. you got my you got my trust. They yeah, so, it so up, and Tony's like, I, all uh, those, I, I ain't paying you guys. Like, give me back right. my money. Like, all those people calling for Tony Khan's head like after that happens. It's like it's not on him. It was the no. company he hired. And so. he knew. I knew shut the, shut up. Was, yeah. <laughs> And I knew Eddie Kingston Silly was going to the hell out of that. Like, Eddie Kingston yeah. did a promo, and he promoed out yeah. of that, and it worked out. And now, now the fact that Tony Khan was able to get Daniel Bryanson, Adam Cole, um, Miro, he's got all these people to join it either. And he says he's got more sl- things up his sleeve. Like, he's not done. Mm-hmm. And, and I know he's not done. I mean, and I, I don't know. But, but, yeah, so it was just the pacing I thought was great. Um. Oh, this is a good question. Uh, and are your opinion? What was the better pay per view, All Out twenty twenty one or Revolution twenty twenty? Uh, Revolution twenty twenty. In case people don't remember, Moxley won the title. Uh, that had that classic, maybe the greatest tag team match of all time between Kenny Omega, Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. Yeah. So I think that match stuck out as like being an all time classic, but. I actually think that as terms of an overall pay-per-view, I think All Out 2021 because you had a, those it was such a massive deal with CM Punk and mm-hmm. Brian Danielson debuting and Adam Cole debuting, Ruby Soho debuting, and then you had like the all-time classic cage match and just the, the overall pacing of the show I think yeah. was, was uh, put that one just over the edge for me. What about you, Charlie? I got to go All Out. Um, I think Revolution, guess, that tag match was phenomenal. Like, that was like the one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. It was yeah. so good. I mean, it was so good. I bought the DVD. Um, yeah, I think the I think like I said, there was like Double Nothing's been having some good pay per views. Like those, like the like I think Double for Nothing's me, been solid. Like the Stadium Stampede matches. Like I think my favorite, of course, is the first one that it was the the Elite versus the uh, in the Inner Circle. That was great because it's the first time I've ever seen anything like that, and it's just. Um, and then it's the build up for it with Sammy and the uh, Sammy getting run down by the golf cart, or it's Heyman coming in on the the horse, or Chris Jericho like take take picking up the football mylar. He goes, "Thou move the chains," or doing a review. <laughs> I'm challenging the play. What you're challenging? <laughs> like I just thought, and then him doing the Judas effect on on the, the mascot. On the, on yeah, the mascot, like 
and then but like but this the, this new one was this was a inner like, it was entertaining one too the inner circle versus pinnacle because i was ruined for like i did not want the inner circle to break up yet because it's too soon because i just like them so much better and um i think the better question would be which i haven't seen all out 2019 but all out 2019 or all out 2021 that'd be that'd be the better question that is a good question. Yeah, I'm not. I still think I might say this year because, yeah. again, it just felt like a bigger show to me. Yeah, and I and feel like, there, it, yeah, I knew who was gonna. Sh- I had, I had a feeling. I think the only got person I really knew who was a definite yes for the show up was Daniel Bryanson. Daniel I knew said, that yeah. was happening. Like, so it wasn't a much. It was great seeing him come out, but I kind of knew that was happening. Adam Cole, I did not see that one coming. There was hints. Seemed like the bigger surprise. I think Adam Cole definitely was the bigger surprise. And then, yeah. the, big, and then the bigger surprise is he's a heel and joined with the elite. That was the bigger surprise. Didn't see that one. But, right. Um, but, yeah, but I, I just felt that. And then I think, and especially when Britt did Panama Sunrise, that was a holy yeah, shit moment. Like, I did not, I did not see that one mm-hmm. coming. I was like, Oh my god! And then that was the first ever time she's ever done a Canadian destroyer or something like that. Yeah. And the fact that she did it—that was and it like, looked great. She, yeah, she looked great doing it, and it was yeah, like, yeah, it was that was awesome. <laughs> um, um, and then it, 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 and then it was like I was it felt so bad for Eddie losing to Miro. You know, unfortunately, I knew Miro was going to win, but the way the ref yeah. screwed that one up, every, and the ref was like, and everybody's like, everybody was. Pretty much that that ref was not going to be able to get much sleep that night because he kept hearing "f you screwed this up" like, like <laughs> or whatever. Pretty much because he did, he was busy dealing with the the turnbuckle while yeah. Eddie knocked him out. So and then um, I mean, there's two of those moments, and then especially um, how what happened with the Jericho uh, MJF match where Jericho's foot was on there, right. and, every, and then and then Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Edwards. Tapping three, and everybody was like, "No!" Like everybody was, about, was we were about the riot. <laughs> if that, yeah. That. And then, and one guy was like, an, uh, right across from us, he was showing the ref, putting his foot on the thing. His foot, he was sh- doing the demonstration. His foot, her Chris Jericho's foot was on the line. <laughs> like, yeah. And and I'm glad that they. Re- I wonder if that was planned the whole time. I don't know, but and to see Jericho it- make MJF tap out and Jericho winning. Like the crowd went wild when that happened. Oh yeah, we, I knew I knew Jericho wasn't losing that match because it was too soon. Because Jericho did not want to go out that way, so that was that. But I mean, match of the night. I don't know that, that that's tough because there's so many great matches. I think probably would have to be the Young Bucks and the uh, yeah and, and the Lucha Bros because I wanted to see I wanted to see a Canadian Destroyer from the top of the top of the steel cage. No, that would we nearly me, got it. Though. Yeah, we got it at the top rope. Much more yeah. safe. <laughs> um, I was shocked that the Young Bucks lost the belts, but it made sense because they were trying to make sure Kenny didn't lose his. Yeah, I'm not. I'm under the thing. I think the Bucks are going to get the either those belts back or they're winning the. Tri- I think they're going to. Oh yeah, the tri- or the trios. And I think with Adam, Adam Cole, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Um, there's a theory oh, going out that Adam Cole is trying to break up is trying to get the young bucks away from kenny and and then there might be another rubble kind of like a thing where adam's on the inside trying to break them up and then somebody else is behind the scenes too like trying to jo- he's going to join with them to take out the elite and there's spe- and there's been speculation that's hangman 
Heyman. And That's the been Bucks one of my theories too. I, I'm thinking that they might go that direction of of Adam Cole because man, there's not enough room in in the elite for those two egos, Kenny Omega and Adam yeah. Cole. So yeah, and that's, that's kind of what I'm that thinking too. Kenny dyed his hair blue again. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, see, and then seeing the the the, the appearances by Cole, that was that was cool. And then t- Brian Danielson at the end, because at the end of yeah. it, when he's doing the uh, his speech, when when it went. Um, we went off the air, yeah, and they did. That was like a dark <laughs> question. I, um, I, I I don't even have my <laughs> cell phone on with me while singing Judas. Um, I'm Does not, Charlie like, know I'm, the words to Judas without Amber. the benefit of a cell phone singing in the crowd? <laughs> no, I I knew I knew a good portion of it. I don't know the full thing, so I was just going along with the crowd, I guess. But I know a good port, good majority of it. Um, but no, I don't have my cell phone like Dan Lambert is, is accusing his people of. <laughs> um, that guy needs to shut up. He's annoying. Yeah, that guy is obnoxious. And I find wow. I think it I think it's best that it's Jericho and Jake Hager are gonna be taking that taking on Ethan Page. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be Sting and Darby again, but then again, Darby is already taken care of Ethan Page. Um I thought it was initially going to be Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki because of them beating down Lance Archer a few weeks ago, but um, then it, everything got, it kind of got shifted around. Like I think maybe Miro and Eddie Kingston were supposed to have a rematch, and maybe Miro was going to or uh, Kingston was going to win the title in his hometown in New York. But I think yeah. because of the whole thing with Suzuki that happened a couple of the Suzuki incident, as people are dubbing yeah. it, Everything I think they moved some stuff deal. around. <laughs> yeah, and they moved some stuff around. So all right, have it be. Eddie and and uh, Moxley against uh, Minoru Suzuki and, and Lance Archer in New York, which it is fine. And nice. you can still, yeah, and you can still put uh, Moxley and Kingston and Kingston over in his hometown as well. Yeah, so, um, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's sort of where they go there. Yeah, and then um and then so during the the conversation when Daniel Bryan says like I like you you may not like me for this one, but I loved where I worked, the former place. Uh, I just like that everybody yeah. knows what they're talking about when they said. Subtle like yeah. you don't need to mention WWE, but yet they're taking shots at WWE anytime they can. But a lot of people were like, "Oh, don't do that." I'm like, I find it funny because there's a reason. There's so many people going to AEW. Um, yeah. Um, and then, um, um, so and then when Daniel Bryan's like, "But people, the people that loved where they worked still came to AEW." And that was like that was, and then so I remember yeah. when Dana Bryan was out in the crowd that he sh- he like either I think he uh, high fived us while we were like while we had hands out of the nice. ring. So like, yeah, that was awesome. Um, I don't uh, to answer the question. I don't think Hager's going to turn on Jericho. To be honest, no, I, I don't think so either. The, the we inner can kind of talk about over. here, but yeah, the, the, yeah, I think it's too soon to break up the inner circle. Um, but that that's just my prediction. I I don't see yeah. that happening. Um, Jericho. Jericho would probably like wouldn't have let that, wouldn't let that happen to be honest, but um, yeah, well we'll, we'll run down the uh, card for Arthur yeah. Ash here. Um, really cool to hear Charlie's experience of being at those shows, those shows and everything. So um, yeah, it was, it was cool, awesome. a unique pers- unique. Perspective. I want to go. I want to go to another show at some point. Um, yeah, I not now. I remember when pandemic gets out of like gets more under control. Um, and they. And everything, everybody, and all that stuff. That then I'll go back. Um, not the, the definitely not going to be full gear. That's not happening. Probably not revolution. Maybe not even double enough. Maybe next year's all out. I don't know. Um, really, it really yeah. depends. And anybody's wondering, this is the shirt that I got that had the um, some of the matches on it. So it was like nice. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like a poster on the shirt. That's pretty dope. much. And then on the back, it, this says the day. I was there. I was there. Nice. I had to get that one. Um, But, um, oh, yeah, I have the lunchbox. If you guys want to see what I Oh, yeah. I like. love this. Showing off all the merch on the show. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very, very um, cool. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, as you're saying it with the COVID and everything, like that's the nice part about uh, Arthur Ashe next week is, is they're requiring vaccinations for yeah. that show. So I, I kind of would hope that they do that with a lot more of these shows. Um, yeah. um, but great pay-per-view. I was glad to be yeah. there for it. I mean, I, I, I made sure I bought the pay-per-view before I left. So I have access to because with the whole new. What, nice. You can rewatch it. What Blue Report's doing to like, I think once you buy it, you have access to it because I think you didn't yeah. really get access to it to BR Live or whatever. So, and I'll probably end up buying the DVD. I've been buying, I, I, I bought a lot of the DVDs already for the pay per views. Even because if there's like one or two matches, I'd like, I don't want to watch that on YouTube. I was like, I'd right. rather have it like, <laughs> like the first ever Mox, uh, Mox, uh, Omega match, the Lights yeah. Out match. Yeah. Seeing that on YouTube, I was like, oh my God. But, <laughs> Um, WWE, like AEW is doing stuff. And I like that for when they did the steel cage match. It's not, oh, if you escape the cage, you win. I hate that. That's a win, dumb stipulation. Enforce submission with the cage. Yeah, like, I like agree. That. That's the way it should, that's the way it should always go. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I agree. It was one of the, probably the best wrestling pay-per-views I've ever seen, honestly. And I'm just so psyched to see where this company goes, you know, this, they seem like they're just building up upward and upward with their momentum. And next week's Arthur Ashe show is going to be just absolutely massive. Absolutely. Uh, and we, we can run down the card here in a few minutes, but uh, real quick, I did want to talk about last night's rampage show. Did you watch the show? Um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it overall? I thought it was good. I mean, I like yeah. the, the Lucha, I, obviously, I, I fought the Lucha Bros match was going to be the main event. I didn't think it was going to be Fuego versus Miro, which I knew on uh, that, but the, the the way that ended, I was like, wow, uh, Penta taking his mask off to say to to win the yeah. match. I was like, that was great. Yeah, that was like, and still covering his face while super awesome finish. But that the butcher, like, I mean, I thought that was that was a great finish, and then yeah, I was shocked that Pride and Powerful came out to help them out, and I was like, I, I think they're going to be in the runnings for the belts next. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, you know, what's cool about the Lucha Brothers being the champs is now you have a babyface team. So, like, before with the Bucks, it seems like they took care of most of the babyface teams. And now yeah. you have a babyface team with all the heel teams sort of chasing after them. So, yeah. getting, like, pr- Proud and Powerful or um, Private Party in there. Uh, proud and Powerful, too, maybe, but that's more of a babyface yeah. babyface um, matchup. But them and, like, FTR is another one I, I could see having a great match with them and so yeah. yeah, I'm really really looking forward to seeing like this run that the Lucha Brothers are having. Yeah, I mean, um, I think because that was what I was the whole question was like, who are the Young Bucks going to have to defend the belts against? Like, not FTR. FTR is too heel. They're part of the Pinnacle. It's too heely. Um, and then and now they're attacking Steen and Darby, so that we kind of know where their where their priorities are lying now. So I think they're 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 not they're not doing any more in the Inner Circle Pinnacle, which I'm a fa- I'm absolutely for. Like let them do their own thing, and like yeah, and what 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 everybody else in the group like they're still together, just just have them do their own things, which I'm fine with. And then as long as I keep keep st- seeing watching Jericho do, I mean he, he he's at his age and he's still nailing it. Like I mean his yeah. death match with uh, Nick Gage, oh my god, oh man, that was brutal. 
Absolutely. And, I, and it was so funny. It was the talk about irony is when he was, he was cutting the guy, like cutting Jericho with the pizza cutter in the air to Domino's. That's Domino's ad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I love yeah, it. They, that, that was a good match. Um, I like the, uh, the setup between, uh, uh, Brit and Ruby Soho. Like, they're, Oh they're, man, what a promo battle that was. I absolutely love that. Each other. It's like, Oh, you're cause you're, you're doing the person backstage or whatever. Referring to. Yeah. So, Cole, so you got fired. Um, okay. And- so I can run it down here. It started out with, uh, Brit saying, welcome to some TV time, uh, for at Ruby. And uh, saying that nobody knows who she, she is. Obviously, she's the DMD. And um, Ruby Soho's response was, well, you, you only got over because you're banging somebody in the back and you, your head's up Tony Khan's ass. So uh, yeah, yeah, this is was just great. Was, what a great promo battle. It was. That was hysterical. <laughs> like, I mean, um, Britt is so over. She's a, she's like heel, but can't really tell she's a heel because everybody's cheering her. I'm like, I, I mean, she's so over. I've seen, I saw her so many <laughs> times in the hotel, like like when going in the elevator. So it was just like that nice. was that was great. Like I mean, and then, I mean, Britt is so over. Like yeah, like I mean, and then Ruby Soho coming back, like that. I thought that was great. I mean, Britt's winning the title. I mean, I think. I mean, I oh think yeah, she, she's yeah, not dropping the title anytime soon. I think she's gonna drop. I think she might drop it. If, Thunder Rosa, but it won't be a long yeah. time. I think that will be about like Revolution or Double or Nothing next year in 2022. Yeah. Is, is yeah. about like it's gonna be a year. I think they gotta. For, I, I always want the yeah. people to hold on to the belt for at least a year, which uh, that's why I was shocked the Young Bucks dropped it. I figured they'd drop it at a uh, full gear, which is when they order they want mm-hmm. it. Um, which that's also a top five match. Them and FTR. Um, when the Young Bucks want it, um, either Young Bucks win or they don't fight for the belts again. Um, I thought that was a fantastic match, and I was so happy the Young Bucks won that match. Um, yeah, and then then the uh, Anna, Anna J match was I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's nice seeing her back. Um, there's gonna be a turn. Somebody, I think she's gonna turn on. Uh, unfortunately, Taikanji? Really? Okay. I, I don't know. I just, I just, it just, I don't know. I mean, because you know what's happening. It's it's horrible. It's happening. The, the dark order that they're yeah breaking, they're breaking them up and i was like oh well is there a point to this all do you think they're breaking up them up so because they're just sort of leaderless right now and they bring it need to bring in somebody like and maybe a Wyndham rotunda aka bray wyatt because that's a lot of people theorizing yeah. that going i mean around. there's maybe but there's talks that he might be going to impact or something so again I there don't are know. so there's a couple conflicting reports. Uh, it came out that maybe he was going to Impact. Uh, Braun Strowman, a.k.a. Adam Shares, definitely seems to be signing with Impact. But the most recent report that I read was saying that there's a possibility that Wyndham Rotunda is still in talks with AEW and that he may debut on the Rochester show in a couple weeks mm. because that's Brody Lee's hometown. Yeah. And they might do it as like a tribute to have him come out and then join, maybe possibly lead the Dark Order. So... I don't that's, know. That's a possibility. I mean, I like them. They're just, they're so over right now. And it's just like, it's, it's a bummer that they're doing. And like, um, like, I think I, I, the way how, like, what, I'll reference what happened to Hangman and all that stuff that like, kind of ruined the Dark Order a little bit. And I was like, I hope they know what they're doing that because I don't want them to break up the Dark Order. That was, they're, they're like, I mean, they went from a sex cult to something, um, something better. So. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm having uh, a little internet here 
a little uh, internet problem here. So, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I think there's a couple different directions they could go with it, but I'm interested. I feel like with AEW, they do a lot of times know where they're going. They have long-term angles, and they're not just like doing stuff. So, um, we'll, we'll just kind of see where they, where they go with the Dark Order. But um, interestingly enough, I, I also might think that. Ty or Anna J, one of those two will turn on each other. So I'm I'm not I'm not sure when, but I yeah. feel like they might be leading towards that direction. So we'll see. I like a lot of the stuff they're doing with the women's division recently. Like got a lot of uh, wrestlers on there that are still a little bit green, like including mm-hmm. like Anna J, Ty Conchi, like Jade Cargill. But they're they're definitely improving with every match. It seems like and getting better yeah. and better as they come along. Like so. Jade's probably gonna be next in line for the the a champ belt versus Britt. Possibly, see, maybe full gear. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see Jade winning that belt. I think it's no. I think I think Jade's gonna be the one that loses to Britt. Um, yeah, and that'll be like her one loss. She'll be like yeah. at this crazy streak, and and the one loss on her record will be in a title match against yeah. her. Because she has the worst person ever for her lawyer, Mark, the guy yeah. that doesn't even know how to read a contract. Smart Mark Sterling. Yeah, like no. Yeah. Dumbass, you're supposed to read it. You're going for yeah. a ride. I thought that was hysterical how he tricked like he like MJF and he fell for it. I'm like, oh, it was, it was clutch that you like it's so clutch that you like that you're so cool with what I put on page 14. Page 14, right? You didn't read it. Yeah, <laughs> you're going for a ride. <laughs> you better bring your helmet. Like, yeah. And I was like, so I think that. And then um. I thought the main event. I was shocked. I, I didn't like. I mean, the Fuego did whatever he could against Miro, but I knew Miro was going to win that. Yeah, it was pretty obvious, especially when he put that car on the line. It was like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're you're yeah. going to lose your car there, man. And I think, the, yeah, you know, the setup though. That one was I was hoping for. Yes. That. And like, I, I didn't like it that he put the car keys in in Fuego's mouth and then choked oh, him out. Oh man, was, yeah. I felt so bad for Fuego, and then um, yeah, and poor then, Fuego. And I knew Sammy was coming out. Like I knew he was coming out. That yeah, was cool. made sense. And, and then then he picked up the belt, and I was like, I think Sammy's winning it from Miro. I think so too. I think that maybe the original plan was to have Eddie Kingston win it, yeah. but I think at this point, the way they're going with this angle, it definitely seems like Sammy's going to be the guy. Uh, possibly full guy. gear. Yeah, I could see that being the full gear uh, match, title match yeah, between yeah. Miro versus Sammy, and Sammy wins the title. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at all if that's yeah. where they go with it. But yeah, I, I definitely felt a little bad for Fuego yeah. as well. But because he's officially signed with AEW now, it definitely seemed like they were giving him a little bit more offense in this match and putting him over a bit more, which I like. He but... invented. Yeah, all right. He was in the main event of Rampage, so pretty yeah. good, good stuff for him so far. Um, and then, but yeah, Sammy is Spanish God versus God's favorite champion. Like that, that's, yes. that's the perfect that. And I, th- I think Sammy's going to do it. Um, yeah, I hope so at least. I don't, I don't want to see Sammy get squashed because, because then at the one I'm watching Sammy's vlog, he said this is the last all out I'm not a part of. Um, because he was a part okay. of last year's one, and that was the bad one with Matt Hardy. Yeah, and then so I think I think I think yeah he wants to start being part of it now so which was a bummer because I was hoping he was going to have a match, um, but um um yeah, let's get into the uh the four hours of oh man so get into next week we got this insane show coming up that's basically a pay per view for free um and we can kind of run down the card and give our our thoughts on it here as we sort of close out the show 
But man, what a what an absolute stacked lineup we got. Yeah. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen taking on FTR. Now that's a tough one for me. I feel like it could potentially go either way. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Darby and Sting win here, but I also think it might be time to maybe give Sting a loss. I know that's kind of crazy to say, but it wouldn't shock me. Um, no. But what? Yeah, I, what do you kind of think about that match? I don't know. Um, it's gonna be it's good tough, match, right? I don't know. I don't know who's winning that one. I'm rooting for Sting and Darby because I don't like FTR and I don't definitely don't like Telly Blanchard. I'm not a huge fan of the Pinnacle. Um, I'm rooting for Sting and Darby, but I can see them losing this one again. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, and if for a two-hour show, there's gonna be more matches than this. To, to be honest. Well, yeah, we do have uh, Rampage as well. So yeah, there's yeah, there's been about, about like, 11 yeah. matches announced, but. Yeah, there'll probably be more announced during the week. Um, there always is. Yeah, so I, I was there another match that got added? I think, feel like there was one since this graphic was posted uh, that got added to that. I'll look that I, up. I have to have to find it, but we can continue to run down what we have listed here. Uh, MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. I've actually really been liking the the build to this match, mm-hmm. and MJF is just like the the greatest fucking heel. Just a despicable human being, and I think, you know, obviously he's going to be the one to, to win this match here and beat Pillman Jr., but that's not to say I, I think Brian Pillman Jr. will get a big push eventually and probably be a big star, like a really, you know, top prospect future star for AEW. Yeah. I don't know. I think MJF is winning this one, but I think they're really setting up the Wardlow turn. Oh, sure, yeah. I've, I've They've been planting the seeds for that for a while. I think I think I yeah I mean if Pillman loses that one I can see Wardlow like beating up MJF after that one again I don't know um I'm rooting for Pillman because I hate MJF I hate when he <laughs> I just want him to keep losing and the fact that he his his two losses were to Jericho and Mox that 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 that's pretty good yeah uh, I agree we talked about this one a little bit already but Dr Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Uh, there's no taking the title off of Britt anytime soon. I'm pretty sure that uh, she's going to retain here. And then as yeah. we sort of talked about, like, it's not going to hurt Ruby Soho. I think that, you know, it's another instance of somebody that will have, like, one loss on her record, but it will be in a title match. And mm-hmm. it she'll continue on a, on a streak after this and probably win a whole bunch of other matches. But, yeah, I got I got Britt in this one. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean – Britt's going like, to – I think she's going to do – we're going to see another Panama Sunrise, to be honest. I think. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I, think, I think she's easily going to do that. Um, there's going to be interference by Re, um, Rebel – Reba or Rebel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, or uh, uh, Jamie Hayter. She's going to get involved somehow. Um, yeah, I, I easily see that. Um, yeah, but Britt's winning that one. Like, I, she's not – she's so over right now. It, it'd be really dumb for them to – for her to lose this one. Yeah, uh, and then we got Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black. Now, this is an interest, another interesting one for me. I think it could potentially go either way, but I would prefer them to keep Malachi Black on this sort of hot streak that he's at right now and and go over Cody here. But I think, unlike their first match, which was nearly a glorified squash with just uh, Malachi winning in like four minutes or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I think this will be a longer match, and they'll both get more offense, or uh, Cody at least will get more offenses than he did in that first match. So I'm hoping that Malachi wins this, but I, I, you know, it's Cody, so he could also 
uh, win here, but I, I think the better decision would be to put over Malachi Black. What do you think? I wouldn't be surprised if Cody wins this one. Um, then again, I don't want the fans to boo Cody because they're right. going to go in on Malachi <laughs> Black. I mean, um, I don't know. It's a toss-up. I could see either guy winning. Um, I'm I'm just interested where this is going to go go from here with what happens with Cody. Are they going to turn him heel or jo- and join the House of Black? I don't know. Um, it, and I'm interested how this one's going to pan out. Yeah. Yeah, and then so we also have CM Punk doing an interview, uh, which yeah. will be taped before, and then we'll probably just like build towards the match that he has against Team Taz on the second show. But yeah. main event, and yeah, so this is four matches that have been, or, or let's see, one, two, three, no, so that is five matches. So that yeah. is the finalized card uh, for at least the okay. first show on Wednesday, because um, you know you want to give this main event Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson all the time it needs. So, yeah. um. What I think is going to happen here, and again, there's a couple different ways they can go with it, but I believe that Brian Danielson wins, which is kind of, as some people accuse this of a little bit of a WWE-style booking because it's a non-title match. Brian Danielson wins and gets the rematch on pay-per-view. But from everything I'm hearing, Brian Danielson is like heavily petitioning to, to lose this match here. So I, it wouldn't surprise me, like, to be honest, if Kenny wins, you know, and, and I think a couple predictions, maybe, maybe you had this idea as well on what may happen after the match, possibly Hangman Page returning and setting up that match at full gear. So I think there's a couple different directions they could go here, but which direction do you feel like they'll probably uh, end up going with? I see Kenny winning and Hangman showing up at the end. Like, Hangman's showing up. Um... I, I, like I said, Hangman is always going to take off all out. Like, he was always planning on taking that weekend off. But um, everybody were worried, Tony Khan's not going to give Hangman the belt. I'm like, yeah, he is. That's always he will, plan. eventually. Yeah. That, I think it's going to happen here. Full gear, a revolution. Yeah, I agree. Getting Hangman's getting that belt. Like, they've been building this for a long time. Like, Hangman is going to be the one that kicks out of the one-wing angel. Like, yes. what, yeah. And D- Brian Danielson's not going to be kicking out of the Ron Wayne Angel. That's why right. I mean, Hangman <laughs> is. Um, would have been nice to see him win the belt at All Out, but it makes sense because it would be overshadowed by all the people that showed up, and they didn't want to do that to Hangman. Like, I yeah. see Hangman showing up in, in, at, at the end of the match to, to continue with Kenny because he's not done with him. Like, the way he kind of they kind of wrote him off, Kenny's not ex- expecting him. I think Hangman's showing yeah. up. I could. I think the match is going to happen at full gear. I think Kenny's losing. Could happen. Full, yeah, I think he's going to lose yeah. it at full gear. Um, Might be. It'd be almost about a year. Yeah, and I think the plan was, from what I've heard, rumors and everything, he was going to beat Kenny Omega at All Out, but because of CM Punk coming in, Brian Danielson coming in, and the fact that Hangman Page's wife had a had a baby, yeah. his new daddy yeah. took some time off, pushing it to full gear makes sense. Yeah. Um. Cause, uh, cause, like they said, you're gonna be out of that. But I think, like I said, like the 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 whole match with them, the the Dark Order, that I think Heyman needs to lose again to get humbled, and then yeah. then he's gonna, and then that, and then because I think he'll like he'll probably get more, like, he'll they'll probably get matches to get him into the top spot. But he's the, he's gonna be the contender. Like he's gonna be, yeah, I, I he's gonna be fighting Kenny for the belt. I think that I see that happening. Kenny uh, Heyman showing up. Because it'd be kind of dumb not to. Cause you got to build this back up again. Because everybody's so bummed that Heyman wasn't there. But Heyman was never always. He was always not going to be there at all out this year. Because he, right. he knew ahead of time, like he he needed some time off. 
and that's fine. You're going to build it back up. And and I didn't want them to overshadow Hangman win that belt, and I, he will. And like they're not forgetting that they're they'd be dumb not to. Yeah, and I think that that would give a it would be a big moment, a big return to do at Arthur Ashe in front of nineteen thousand people. Like I think that 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 would be a good way to get the crowd, you know, psyched and 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 amped up. So I could definitely see it, see it going Especially that way. Especially since sure. he's on the promo for Virginia. And I think he's on the promo routine, and it's after all out. It's after full gear. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think they're gonna give. They're gonna give him the. If definitely not full gear, which is actually named after Hangman, I think it's gonna be Revolution. Revolution. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm leaning towards full gear as well because I think that uh, it, it does make sense and. Um, yeah, could very well be that we have Hangman Page as AEW champion by the end of 2021. Because I think mm-hmm. the big title change that they might do at Revolution is possibly Thunder Rosa beating Britt Baker. So yeah, um, and then especially since they pushed the date too of um, Full Gear to the 13th. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be in a new location. They haven't announced the location yet because it was supposed to be in St. Louis, um, mm-hmm. but I think they pushed it. They, 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 did. they yeah. delayed it because they didn't want it to counteract against a, uh, an MMA fight or whatever. Right. UFC, yeah. Um, but that's not all, folks. Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, you think it ends there. But no, in fact, we have two more hours of this show. And it's, this is going to air live on – or this is not going to air live. It's going to air on Friday. But for people that are like myself that are lucky enough to be in attendance, we will be getting this uh, taped at Arthur Ashe as well. So uh, kind of kicking things off. As we run down the card here, I'm I'm guessing the Eddie Kingston Moxley Suzuki Archer match because it's a lights out match will probably go on last, but um, yeah. I I could see something like that Men of the Year Chris Jericho uh, Jake Hager match maybe kicking things off. So w- with this whole Dan Lambert angle and everything, um, I honestly wouldn't be totally surprised if Men of the Year pick up the win here uh, via heel shenanigans and possibly like they could pin Jake Hager. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. What do you think, Charlie? Yeah, I don't see, I don't think they would pin Jericho to be honest. Right. I think it would be Hager. Um, yeah, I could see, I could see Chris Jericho and Hager winning that one. Um, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I think, cause I'm pretty sure if Lambert's going to be down there, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a member of the other member of the inner circle, whether it be, um, Sammy, I could see Sammy being down there that for those guys is back. Because Dan Lambert is probably going to be up to something because he always runs. He's always running his damn mouth. Right. <laughs> Somebody needs, needs to chuck him off the uh, the balcony or whatever. Somebody like power bomb him through a table or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we also have Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, aka the Super Click reunion, uh, taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. And you know the Bucks just lost the title and everything, but Adam Cole is so freaking over right now that I think you you got to give the win. As much as everybody loves Jurassic Express. Uh, and Christian, I think you got to give the win to Superflick here. So you got to set uh, them up because they're going to announce the yeah. trios belts, and I think they're right. going to be the trios champions. They I could very it. easily be the first trios champions. I could totally see that going down. Yeah, because yeah. you got you can't have you can't have the the elite not have belts. Like I mean, you got it. I think they're going to give it there, and I think it's it's setting up the whole Adam Cole breaking the young bucks away for from um, yeah Kenny. And I, I see them easily as trios champions. I, I got. I'm, I think it's not confirmed, but I got a really like. I'm I have a really high confidence that that's the next set of belts that they announce as the trios belts because we so so many trios: Darby, Eddie Kingston, and Moxley. Mm-hmm. 
like Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Death Triangle. Yeah. Death Triangle. Yeah. There's so many trios that they can do. Matt Hardy and Private Party. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of options. Yeah. I I think, I think the trios is going to be needed. Um, to be honest, but yeah, I see Adam Cole and the Young Bucks winning that one. Um, with yeah. uh, with uh, interference, <laughs> with help help from Brandon Cutler, probably. Yeah. Uh, then we also have Anna Jay and Penelope Ford. Uh, Anna Jay just got the win uh, over uh, the Bunny on this past week's episode of uh, Rampage or mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite, rather. Um, so I I'm not sure this one. I again I think could could go either way. Um, I I I think you keep Anna Jay hot here and put give her the win, but you can also uh, have Penelope win via heel shenanigans and further set up a potential turn for Anna Jay or Ty Conscience. So um, those are, I think, a couple different directions that they could go. Uh, what about you, Charlie? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, same here. Like, I think if, if Penelope Ford wins, it would be the brass knocks because that seems to be the power of the HFO. Like, we, yeah. yeah, we need to, like, hit you with the brass knocks. Like, um, <laughs> The one thing I'm surprised they haven't announced yet is the hair versus hair match between Matt Hardy and uh and uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I was thinking we were going to get that in New York, but it looks like that's probably going to be in Rochester the following week. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll oh well, I wanted Orange season. Cassidy, but yeah, yeah, I did want an Orange Cassidy in action. But I, I have a feeling both of those guys will be on dark elevation, so I think we'll still get Orange Cassidy one way or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then on sort of keeping with the Hardy family organization, they have another match here. This really fun-looking tag, eight-man tag with Butcher and Blade, Private Party, taking on the tag champs, Lucha Brothers, as well as Hometown Boys, Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz. And you're not going to have the the baby faces losing their hometown here, especially Proud and Powerful. So I see uh, those two guys pinning uh, probably Butcher or Blade or or one of the, the guys in Private Party. It wouldn't hurt them either. So, yeah, I think that's yeah. the obvious choice. Same here. Yeah, I think Lucha Bros and Santana, they're two over right now. They're going to win. It's just going to set up the next tag match, tag title match. Lucha Bros and Santana Ortiz. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. And, and similarly with CM Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs, the way that they're building this storyline, having CM Punk sort of take out the, the various members of Team Taz, uh, I think you gotta got to put CM Punk over here, especially as, after his big win with Darby. There's no reason to have him take a loss until potentially he faces like Kenny Omega or Hangman Page for the title. So uh, yeah. I, I would, I would give the win to CM Punk here easily. Same here. Like I think they're building up a cage and uh, Brian cage and CM Punk tag match versus another, uh, I think Starks and powerhouse hops. Yeah. I, I, I usually see they're building towards that. And the other thing too, like there's so many other, like another tag team that I think they've been, like they kind of put on the, the, uh, the DL is, um, best friends versus Lucha Bros because they were they were going to start that feud until Ch- uh, until Trent got hurt with his neck and he yeah. had the surgery and the, the two of them were going to the, the two teams were going to brawl for that and I guess I could see if it's not Santana Ortiz I see it's uh, sexy um, Chucky e. T and Trent right. <laughs> in the belt from Lucha Bros but yeah could be could be um, yeah. but yeah no this this is so weird I'm like damn I should have figured out a different way to do this graphic but I'm like peeking around here. No worries. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then pro- probably the main event, uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley taking on Suzuki Goon in a lights out match. Uh, can't wait for this. 19,000 people singing Kaze Nina Ray in New York. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a time. Uh, as much as I love Suzuki Goon here, 
Uh, it is Eddie Kingston in his hometown with John Moxley, so I, I'm going to be probably thinking they're going to give them the win over Suzuki Goon here. Um, yeah. But yeah, what do you think? I see that happening because I think there could be another guy from J- New Japan that might be facing Moxley at full gear. Right. Could be like a Will Ospreay or a Jay White or somebody. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. I'm not familiar with New Japan, so I don't know many of those. Okay. Like, everybody was freaking out when Suzuki showed up at All Out. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you didn't know who he was? Oh, no, man. I, I didn't because I'm not, I don't follow. New Japan, I just follow AEW, okay. and it's just like, and then I just know about some of these guys when they come, when they show up and attack somebody on AEW, but that's, that's yeah. all I really know, so I, there could be others from New Japan that Moxley wants to face, um, so. Well, I highly recommend you go and watch some, yeah. some New Japan if you haven't, uh, and then you also everybody checking out the show here as yeah. well, because there's some really, really good stuff, uh, it's, it's kind of niche, it's very uh, strictly strong style a lot of the times, but. Man, there's some great fucking pro wrestling matches. Especially right now you have the G1 that just Mm -hmm. started, which is their annual tournament. And you're always going to get some, like, five, you know, plus star rated matches uh, as part of the tournament. So highly recommend checking that out. I think they're also setting up, I think they're getting close to doing a Moxley heel turn. Might be. I've heard rumors of that as well. So that would be, I don't know if you get that much heat. Yet to having him turn on Eddie Kingston in his hometown, that seems like more of a WWE thing to do. But you never know; they could do it, do it to show that they they can do it, sort of thing. I but, think they, um, I think I think that's gonna. I think mean, that's a potential heel turn. I think Cody's turning heel. I mean, he's got to. I maybe, yeah, it could we'll happen. But a lot of good stuff to look forward to, man. Uh, AEW is really at a, a whole other level right now, and I can't wait to be there live for the show on Wednesday because it's it's going to be a big one. But uh, I want to thank you. Thank you so much, Charlie Whitman, for coming on the show. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you on the socials and everything and what, what shows you got coming up here soon. Sure, you can find me on Twitter on Cartman of, at Cartman of Fat 36 um, That's you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. That um, I'm, like, as uh, uh, Dagan mentioned earlier, I'm a part of the Movie Lovers um, Movie Lovers slash TV Lovers Unite uh, podcast. Um, we have a YouTube channel. I think it's, like, at Movie Lo- um I, mean, I believe it's just movie lovers um, unite um, that, and I think I know. Um, like this week, I don't know what our schedule is. That I know, uh, um, we we periodically do trailer reaction videos, just reviews. It's just uh, movie lovers, movie lovers unite. That's uh, that's that's the channel on YouTube, and we we've done reviews. Like we'll be, I think we're, we just got. Um, invited to like start reviewing movies for a, a film festival so we nice. to look forward to next week um i don't know if i'll be on the reviews um there's a lot of ones i pick and choose which ones i want to do the review for but um i'm on there with uh john uh john DiGorio. um so him and i have been on there i've been doing like i said i started doing podcasting with him i was a fan of, i've been a, an admin on the page since like forever but I just started doing podcasts in December, so of last year. So that I don't, it'll be almost a year since I started doing it. And we, um, we still have our Dexter after shows and we have the new season of Dexter. So um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. I don't know the full schedule, but um, if you follow us on YouTube, um, hit the like and subscribe button under our page for uh, Movie Lovers Unite. Um, for for fifteen away from five hundred from the the middle of the road. So. We're still 515 away from 1,000, but, like, every little bit helps. Um, 
So, um, but yeah, like, I've been doing that. I think um, that's where you can all find me on social media is Cartman of Fat 36 on Twitter. Um, and most of the time you'll see me on Movie Lovers. Nice, nice. Absolutely. Everybody make sure to go check out Movie Lovers Unite. Uh, you got some good stuff over there. Um, and, and thanks everybody who's who tuned in here today, uh, Ryan and, and Brennan and everybody in, in the chat uh, chiming in with your thoughts. Uh, really appreciate it. If you're watching this on the replay on YouTube, make sure to hit like and subscribe, share the video, all that good stuff. Also, we did a, a big after party kind of deal for Marisol McKee and Adam Collins last night. A massive, massive title match victory. Uh, new movie trivia Schmodown champion Marisol McKee, Lady Justice. So fucking awesome. Uh, myself, Danny, Justin uh, got to talk with. Uh, Adam Collins and Marisol McKee last night on the crackdown. So make sure to go and check that out. And we also raised a bunch of money for our, our buddy Pascal 420, who uh, got hurt by the, the flooding recently in New York and everything. So helped him out. We raised over $2,000, which is just absolutely incredible. So thank you all so, so much for that support. We really, really appreciate it as always. Uh, and I will be back on this show next week. Uh, possibly with a special guest, but at least Tyler Johnson should be back and we'll be talking about our experience being in the live crowd for AEW Grand Slam. So a lot of good, fun stuff to look forward to. You can catch me on any given Day tomorrow with Corey Cameron. We'll be previewing some of the tournaments and all that good stuff. We were initially going to have Marisol on, but we had to reschedule that to next week. So Marisol McKee will be joining us on the 26th uh, instead of tomorrow's show. So a lot of good stuff there. Thanks to Charlie for coming on and, and being a special guest here on the Drop. Thanks Picks. for having me. It was great. Absolutely, man. I'll have to definitely get you back sometime. And uh, cheers, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon.